Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. This is segment two, episode one of Myths and Misconceptions. It's time to really get to it. I'm excited. We don't want them to be innocent because we want the just world hypothesis to stand. And so we look for ways to strip them of their innocence. All right. So this is segment two. And we are mostly done looking at rapists and stories of rape because it's time to look inward. Because as I've mentioned, our problem with sexual assault is much bigger than isolated incidents. In fact, it functions as a tool that is actually used to perpetuate misogyny. And that tool is polished, sharpened, whatever you want to call it, by a lot of people before a rapist commits their crime. In doing research for this podcast, I somehow found myself on the Marshall University Women's Center um, webpage, and they put it better than I saw anywhere else. As they write, most women and girls live in fear of rape. Men in general do not. That's how rape functions as a powerful means by which the whole female population is held in a subordinate position to the whole male population, even though many men don't rape and many women are never victims of rape. This cycle of fear is the legacy of rape culture. So if rape is, in some ways, bigger than perpetrator and victim, we're all involved, which is good and bad news. We can fix it, but it also requires some hard conversations to get to the root of what we need to fix. Luckily, that exact conversation is the crux of this entire podcast. I wanna start off with a little psychology lesson. I want to talk about the just world hypothesis. Some people call it the just world bias. I have no idea which is right, but they're the same thing. In an article called Belief in a Just World, Religiosity and Victim Blaming, Hassan Kaplan explains that we tend to interpret events according to the fundamental principles that constitute our core belief systems. One such fundamental assumption is that people get what they deserve and deserve what they get. He goes on to explain that this phenomenon is known psychologically as the just world hypothesis. I learned about this for the first time in my psychology class senior year, and I still remember it. So I'm going to explain it like it was explained to me because it really stuck with me and honestly makes perfect sense. Essentially, we desperately want to believe that the world is a fair and just place, a place where good things happen to good people. And consequently, more importantly for us, bad things happen to bad people. And so when a bad thing happens to someone innocent, we say, hold up, that can't be right. We also see this with things like the murder of George Floyd and Trayvon Martin. People try to strip away their innocence by pointing to you know, crimes they've committed or any misdemeanors they might have had. Obviously, that's a much bigger discussion also about the criminalization of black people in America, but it's also an example of the just world hypothesis at work. We don't want them to be innocent because we want the just world hypothesis to stand, and so we look for ways to strip them of their innocence. Anyways, the goal in doing this is to rationalize to ourselves that this person is in some way bad so that we can make sense of the bad thing that happened to them. We do it with sexual assault extremely. She was drinking, bad. Or she's already slept with 10 other people, bad. Or she's a bitch, bad. We do this in an act of self-preservation. It makes us feel safe because we think if we're good, nothing bad can happen to us. So we grasp at straws to blame the victim. It happened to Chanel Miller. It happened to Christine Blasey Ford. It happens to nearly every survivor of sexual assault who speaks up. 
And this just world hypothesis is psychologically one of the reasons we prescribe blame to the victim first. In all honesty, it's selfish. It's just one of our ways of trying to convince ourselves that the world is in some way fair, when in many ways the truth is it's not. So that is the just world bias. It's subtle and it's really easy to miss, but it's a critical factor in our issue with sexual assault. All right. I hope you enjoyed uh, spending a couple minutes in my AP psychology class. Um, Next episode, we're going to go a little deeper. I'm not letting you all off that easy. Oh, it's psychology. We can't help it. We're going to go a little bit deeper and Kate Mann is going to drop some truth bombs. (laughs) Yay. Anyways, I am very excited for the next episode and I hope you will join me. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Myths and Misconceptions. Next episode, we're tackling the question of why is it always men's reputations over women's lives? I'll see you there. <laughs>